Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Live from the Kill House. No laying up, live show, podcast, all that presented by our friends at Yeti. Solly here. TC is here. I am here. A lot of people coming at me. I think we got a lot to talk about today. DJ Pie is here. Hello, DJ. Greetings. The rib leads. Long live the rib, guys. Happy to be here. And uh, ready to just throw a warm, toasty blanket on all of this, Mr. Big Randy. Hello, Big. Unbelievable. I've never seen golf like that today. Uh, Such a demanding test of skill. Congrats to everybody. Here we go. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to this Tumblr that you see right here. It is called The Rambler. Uh, You can find it at Yeti.com. TC's got a different version of that as well. Quick story about this. I actually uh, was out at a golf course riding around a golf cart getting a tour of one. Left it in the cart. uh, Was 20 minutes away from the golf course back on the way home and I realized that I left it in there. Turned around and went back and got it. That's how much I love this thing. Uh, and that is, that, I don't know what better endorsement I can make for a product. We got an ice update as well. The ice li- is living very, very strong. It is, it is refusing to melt. It is the best performance we've seen out of the ice in the majors so far this, so far this year. I wonder if that means anything. Could that possibly mean anything? It makes you think. It makes you think. Shout out to Yeti for the uh, the support all week. It's been it's been another very fun week of live shows. Uh, I'm with you, Solly. I had uh, I had one thing in the U-Haul with me on the way from uh, from Florida up to Wisconsin. It was the uh, it was the giant 32 ounce Rambler. So it's it's always always in the holster. I've learned a lot about latch security from my guy Neil, who can't be with us tonight. He is uh, he's been dealing the cops are down, uh, down at the block party. On. Yeah, he wanted to be here. He wanted to be here. Chez Fest. He he wanted he did want me to remind people that he is the only one that picked Rory in any of our DK picks for this week, and I will gladly remind people of that because Chez just teed off six minutes ago. <laughs> Rory is tied for the lead. DJ, I'm gonna send it to you first. Uh, what's 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 the biggest story of the day in your mind? Uh, Rory, man. I mean, it's, it's, I know I'm a broken record at this point. I feel like I've said, said the same thing kind of after a lot of these major rounds, it is a different guy that we're looking at than what we've seen in the last eight years. I think that has been clear for quite a few months to anyone who wants to see it. Shout out to Randy. Uh, but it is, uh, he just looks like he's embracing, uh, the fact that he's Rory McIlroy again. And it's really freaking fun to see. And and I know that we're going to talk about the setup. I know we're going to talk about, the fact that 16 under is leading this golf tournament, but Randy, there was one under par round out there today. That was not an easy test. It was so fucking hard. Don't lead him right so into hard. it. Don't lead him right into no, it. I'm just I'm trying to get way out in front of this. This was wait one under par is, round. What did yeah, you mean? What? One under par round. What did you mean? Uh, one bogey free. Bogey okay. free round. I'm sorry. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna say is, really. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. I, I think what is making me the most bullish about this Rory performance that we're seeing is is kind of what you were saying earlier too. Sorry. I mean, he's just like he's just playing from point to point. He is playing very patient. It looks kind of boring. If it wasn't Rory, I don't think it would be that exciting. But because it's Rory, it's a lot of like, oh, my God, he keeps just doing the right stuff over and over and over. He lets the good things happen when it's time for the good things to happen. And he hasn't put himself in any tough spots, you know, and he's he's got a couple couple short misses on three. 
you know, kind of a, a weird uh, tee shot in the bunker on 10, which obviously we uh, we got away with, but it's uh, it just feels very sustainable right now. And feel free to print that on my tombstone tomorrow if it doesn't work out. But uh, I can't think of how he could have done anything differently this week to, to impress me anymore. Well, let's stick with the Bulls for now. We're going to present the Bear case as well. There's going to be plenty of time to discuss this. But we have a guest on the line who I don't believe has all the time in the world. Uh, so why don't we turn it over to him because I know he's going to be a Rory Bull as we welcome in from Sky Sports our friend Jamie Weir. Can't wipe the grin off of his face. Uh, what's your reaction after what we just saw today? Oh, boys. Uh, it's destiny. It's destiny. <laughs> He's choked up. Look at him. I'm just honestly, I've been fighting by the tears. I don't know what I'm going to be like in 24 hours' time. I'm not going to be able to control myself. I can't, I can't believe it. It's just, I'm smiling from ear to ear. This is it. It's time. God, I thought I was way in, man. It's, it's time for the king to be crowned at the home of golf. It's just. Uh, be, be careful what you say about crown. I was going to yeah, say, Randy yeah, will run with I, that. I would love to talk about some crowns. <laughs> Um, look, today was just incredible. I concur with everything BJ's just said. Just such sensible point A to point B golf. Um, it, it was it was an exhibition. <laughs> go ahead, Randy. Why don't you go ahead, Randy? If you're laughing, what do you have to say? I mean, Jesus, we're talking about this like it's the best round. I, I, I my whole point is like the, this this love for Rory, which is justified. Great guy, great quote. Super popular. I, I mean, the guy he played with is the one who shot the bogey free 66. Uh, the, the guy who has never finished in the top 10 of a major. So he rolled in a, he rolled in a lot of putts. That's unsustainable. <laughs> Rory, 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 I, I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I, I watched a very good round from Rory. Did what he had to do. And he's going to start, start holding some 20 footers tomorrow. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I am consider. I am going to declare. I am opening myself up. I'm emotionally available. I, that's that's what I'm declaring right now. If he doesn't win, I will be very hurt. And if he wins, I will be rejoicing in a way that you have not are yet to see on this podcast. I'm open to that. I've accepted that. Um, it, I think he's in a perfect spot in terms of like, dude. It's literally like 50 50 whether or not you will win. If it was like 80 percent and he went and lost it, it would be it would be like at, yeah. uh, Jordan at the 2016 Masters podcast tomorrow night. But it's like just a just a tremendous tremendous opportunity. It is time to answer the bell after eight years. Um, I I don't know if I'm seeing destiny it, right there. I mean, it's like a very very good chance, Jamie, but it doesn't look like destiny to me. If he comes out and lays it an just, egg tomorrow, are you gonna like like? Are you, are you going to be okay? No, I'm definitely not going to be okay. I'm going to be inconsolable. But uh, yeah, do you? Would you all agree it's a two horse race now? Is that, is everybody else done? No, hey, weird shit can happen. I, I mean, it's extremely work, likely. I got. I, I got to look at the models. I do agree with you, Jamie. I do too. I, I feel like we saw it. It was a lot, lot of hard work. A lot of hard work for Cam Smith to make that double bogey today I, yeah. I don't think My that God. Was... <laughs> I, I tweeted it's it's literally the most relatable 20 minutes of professional golf I've ever watched in my life I was just like okay trying to hit it like a baseball shot while standing in a bunker trying to thwack it out of some heather into more heather I mean it was just like this is exactly how I play golf what what is one of the world's best players doing here it was fucking but um just 
deplorable. It was so <laughs> dumb. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. We're going to get to Cam Smith, but I want to know, I mean, it, it was reverberating through the telecast. I, I want you to know from on-the-ground experience, I've been to a couple opens, only one that Rory's played in, and I was, one of the big yeah. takeaways I had from Burkdale was just how, like, from eight rows back, some dude just yelling, come on, Rory, lad, the whole time, right? Yeah. And not even one, of course, in Northern Ireland. His support in, in the British Isles is out of control. What, what's, the, what's the vibe like on site? Yeah, the noise when that bunker shot dropped was just like literally. I got goosebumps. It was incredible. The noise. There's I, everybody in the crowd is rooting for Rory this week, apart from maybe like Victor Hovland's family if they're here. But it's just the, the noise for him every single time a putt drops, every single time he does anything sort of, even sort of chipping it from the road onto the green and leaving himself twenty five foot for par got a massive roar. It's um. It just feels like everybody is ready for this eight-year drought to finally be put to rest and to do it at St. Andrews. You know, he said himself on Tuesday this week, it's the holy grail to win an Open at St. Andrews. And he's tw- he's 18 holes away from doing it, 24 hours away from doing it. Jamie, I know, I know we've had we've had a little back-channel kind of support group going after, after yes. each one of these majors. Uh, and I feel like we're very much on the same page. And Randy, I do actually, I, no bullshit, I see where you're coming from it, for the last eight years. And I'm I'm curious, Jamie, if you can expound on kind of some of the stuff we've been talking about. Why has it felt a little bit different this year to you? Because he just, he just so relaxed and so laid back this time. I was texting this morning about a rugby match, for those of you that don't know, and I imagine that's probably 99% of your listeners. Um, Ireland beat New Zealand this morning um, in a historic oh, rugby match. We won a series. Thanks so much. It means a lot. And um, we won a series in New Zealand, which is unprecedented. Um, and it's going to be an historic weekend for Irish sport because we're going to have an Open champion in 24 hours time as well. Is that why he had the out- Is that why he had the outfit on? He had on today. That Tron was when Tron he, was dogging. When he, when he came onto the range, I did say you're wearing green because of the rugby, and he was like, "Yeah, that was unreal this morning." So, um, but he's just he's he's. So, I've never seen him so relaxed. He just feels as if he's unflappable. It's just there doesn't seem to be any weight in his shoulders. And, you know, sometimes when you're it's, an, it's a cliche, but sometimes when you're riding a crest of a wave, sometimes that wave can crush you. But it seems as if that wave has almost lightened him. And he just feels he's just bouncing down the fairways like the Rory we saw when he was winning four majors in the space of two years, not, you know, eight years ago. He just looks rejuvenated, refreshed, as if he has no pressure on him, on him at all. When in reality he's got all the pressure of the world of golf on his shoulders, but he just looks ready. I'll say that Rory has, by winning four majors, entered an echelon that is now. When you don't win, it's not a good major. Like it, you can't acknowledge the performance, right? Yeah. And he has played, by all accounts, really good golf in the major championships all year. And that has not always been the case over the last eight years. That's what has felt different to me. Is like, dude, just like look at little the numbers. Like, and when I say numbers, the scores. Like he's put up good scores. He has had the round. He's had the stinker that has cost him a couple of the majors so far this year. But man, he has not had a stinker through three rounds. Uh, you know, this tournament he had one stinker only in 2010 when he played at the old course. It could just be like a, like a near match made in heaven. This golf course where. He is not asked to hit a ton of like mid irons or like nine irons or pitching wedges that he constantly gets beat by other guys. He, it's like, hey, hit really good drives and feel your way around the hole, and like you can compete against the best players in the world, and that's where you are truly one of the best players in the world. That's why this feels different to me. He may not win tomorrow, but like I don't, I'd be really surprised if he went out and threw up a stinker tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I I, I said 
the only two ways that Rory doesn't win this is if Victor outplays him or if Rory beats himself. And I actually think option B isn't an option. So it's the only way he loses it is if Victor Hovland goes out tomorrow and shoots a 65 or something, which he's obviously very capable of doing. But he rolled in some long putts today. Um, Rory, as I said, okay, he hold a bunker shot, but he didn't hold any other putt longer than six feet. And um, they were all tapping birdies. So he's due a few longer putts to drop tomorrow. I'm not sure if Hovland's putting performance is sustainable. Just as I wasn't sure that Cam Smith's putting performance from yesterday was sustainable, and I was proved right in that. Um, so it just feels as if he's ready. Like I said, he, he just he, there's a wave of calm that's washed over him, and he just feels ready to go and, and take this claret jug. It feels like he's a different. There's a certain lightness there. You're talking about you know the lightness of kind of being earlier. Seems like ever since he hold that bunker shot at Augusta, even really ever since he got out of the first round in one piece at Augusta, he seemed like a different golfer. And I think it's it's been. I don't know. It's been cool to watch, right? It's like I've I've been hoping that this would be the reality for the last few years, but it's just like he, you know, he's stuck between playing super super aggressive golf and super defensive golf and not having fun. And now it's like he's just letting it ride, but he's not being reckless. And yeah. I, I feel like he's learned how to do that along the way, and it's I, like I also know. think I don't want to get too much into the bloody live debate, but I also think being the voice, the sort of the savior of golf, the man that everybody's turning to, our shining beacon, Rory, please save us. Whereas that would be a crushing weight for a lot of people. I think it's almost put a bit of zhuzh in his step. Um, and I think mentally that's probably paid, played a part as well. Well, I, I think, I mean, I said this on Thursday night and it was kind of about the the comment that Zinger made about David Duvall and how, you know, he just wasn't comfortable being number one in the world and he wasn't really up for it. And I almost feel like the live stuff, I'm with yeah. you. This this gets into very like psychoanalysis territory, but I feel like it 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 almost forces him to kind of like Rory. Either you're the dude or you're not the dude, right? Like we we need you to be the guy right now. And it seems like for the last three, four, five months, he's kind of had to be like step up and be the face of this thing. Now it's like Tiger's yeah. not here anymore. Phil's not here anymore. Like you are the guy. And it kind of feels like, you know, when you're kind of half into that territory and half out of that territory, like I could see how that would make you feel deeply uncomfortable for say the last eight years. And <laughs> it kind of just feels like he has gone both feet in to that idea and that identity. And and he just looks like the, the deeper he gets into it, the more light he feels, which is my read yeah. from, of, from thousands of miles away. But that's, that's kind of how it looks. No, I completely agree with you. I think he's, you know, he, he's enjoying this sort of self-appointed role of, as I said, the savior of golf. If you if you want to be as grandiose as that, and I, I you know, I know it sounds a bit sort of corny, but it, it just seems fitting that Tiger walks over the Swilkin Bridge and lifts his cap to the galleries at what was it exactly three o'clock our time uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, just as Rory's walking down the first fairway and Rory tips his cap to the Tiger and Tiger tips his cap back to Rory and it feels like a sort of passing of the baton, even though that's a ridiculous thing to say because Rory won a major, you know, 11 years ago. Um, it feels like a sort of passing of the baton. Okay, now it's Tiger's time to sadly disappear off into the sunset. And here's Rory, you know, who was obviously always going to be the heir apparent to Tiger and he's going to go and lift that claret jug on the steps outside the RNA clubhouse tomorrow. 
I'm going to let you go because I'm a little worried about how invested in this you are. And I need you to go get some rest and sleep. And honestly, like just a I'm little bit. Going, of, I'm actually going, I'm actually going into town for a few beers. Good. You need to go do something to get your mind off this. Cause I'm, I yeah. feel like I'm emotionally available and I'm honestly worried about where you're at. So we are going to say thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I just, I'm nervous. Okay. Jamie, I'm worried about you. I care about you. So please be careful out there tonight. Manage the expectations and the uh, the dream is alive. Don't get me wrong, but I just want you to be okay to you know be able to have a conversation tomorrow night if this doesn't go our way that we want. Also, pe people be, are I'm all over you. Conversation tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I'm <laughs> going to be a blubbering. I'm going to be a blubbering wreck one way or the other. So I'll bid you all adieu now because there's absolutely zero chance I'm going to be capable of any coherent speech in 24 hours. Time. Jamie, people hey. are also all over you for not having a lime in your Corona. Do you have anything to yeah, say absolutely. to them? Absolutely. No, I'm old school. <laughs> All hey, right, Jamie, Jamie, the phone's always on, man. Just re reach out for support any, anytime you need it over the next 24 hours here. That means a lot to me, DJ. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Enjoy the day tomorrow. Cheers. Fingers crossed, boys. Enjoy the day. Bye-bye. Listen, you thought BMW was just the ultimate driving machine. It is so much more. It's also the ultimate electric driving machine, the ultimate buddies trip machine, and the ultimate design machine because the ultimate cannot be contained to just one thing. All electric, all BMW. Visit BMW USA to learn more about the iX and the i4, which uh, we're going to be learning a lot about here coming up. Also, BMW Championship is coming up soon. There's going to be a special NLU merchandise drop happening that week benefiting the Evan Scholars. So Been working that hard out. on that. Check that uh, out. And you know what? I, the reason I drive a BMW is because I'm the ultimate driving machine. Correct. So that's People why they say partnered that. with me. Should we? Uh, we've been driving the the electric IXs for a couple they're couple sick. video shoots. They're they're unlike anything I've ever seen. They're so fun to drive. I'm gonna. I know Look I'm gonna regret. Future content. I know I'm gonna regret this, but is it time to turn it over to Randy to fully flesh out uh, the the bear case, if you will? Please. It's it's not a bear case. See, this is this is D I, I meant I said one thing in the group chat after all day, and DJ first of all misconstrues it and takes it to Twitter. What I, I, I simply said, guys, Rory is the ultimate dome golfer, right? Right. So I think you I, I don't know if that's me misconstruing it or if that's you like possibly not even watching the golf today. So I know he's sixteen under. I know if if pars are relevant, pars are relevant. Okay, if you switched him and Colin Morikawa, what would you guys be saying about Colin Morikawa right now? Of course, he's playing well. The conditions are soft. I, you know, the, the conditions that's are not that's soft. You would be conditions are that's not what, you soft. What, you, it, there's nothing about what has happened in the last three days I, that is soft. Randy, stand down on the conditions. I have no, <laughs> I have no qualms about. If you lost the TC, conditions. you got to reevaluate. Like, yes, yeah, certainly, it's not the wind that we would have wanted. But I oh, feel it's like the course is difficult of golf. Is like I, the, I mean, you get you can try to talk yourself into it, like being but, this huge test of golf. But like in relation to par, that's the only reason why. That's it, it, par. It, if it's a par sixty nine, it's a par sixty nine. Number nine was a par three today, and right? Like, and like, nor was it all that difficult when Tiger won in two thousand or two thousand five. It's it's like it's it's not. Right. That's that's my whole point. I'm not anti Rory. I I my 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 comment to the thread was, man, he plays really well. When you when you don't have to get super grindy for par, it's right? the same thing we were saying about Cantlay yesterday a little bit, right? And, and to be clear, there are several holes out there that are super grindy for par, and that's yeah, that's he, right. He bogey seventeen, back. right? It's like yeah, I was struck he, average. He 4. hit an Icarito ball in seventeen. That that was like one of his only mistakes of the day. Correct. Uh, so I I guess I my question to you guys is like I I, I guess that's like a flagrant misstatement. I I just don't understand 
like I, I didn't see Rory reinventing the game of golf, right? Like if we want to judge him on these historical standards, then today was a good round. Like it, yeah. it, it shouldn't. I, I'm amazed that it like is so shocking to people. Like that's what I get a kick out of is like this guy's either one of the all time best or he's not. It's, and the it, way we react to it today, it was like Jesus. Like, it's shocking because we haven't we haven't seen this in eight years. He has not yeah. held a 54 hole lead in eight years. There's like, a lot of scar tissue. We have they, and that we have been plenty plenty hard on him for not putting himself in this scenario and playing himself out of tournaments in this exact scenario. And the opposite happened today. I find that to be alarming in a good way. I find that to be interesting. It feels like turning the page, and with the context of how well he's performed in the majors to this point. It feels totally different, and I just I don't think that like there are two guys that have separated past twelve under through three rounds, and on a golf course that is like kind of comically not fit for the modern game. There's like seven different holes out there that are drivable in difference in uh, in certain wins, and the course is I think it's holding up unbelievably well so far to scoring. I thought they actually set it up. You know, we we woke up this morning, Solly immediately. I had a you know, a text from Solly on our Slack, like, oh, you know, it's set up for guys chasing. Like, the, I think the RNA clearly wants Rory to win, right? And, and just real quick, why is par irrelevant when the scores are low? Why can't par be irrelevant with high scores? Why, it's, why it's do you get irrelevant. so mad at me when, it, when I totally with the U.S. You. Open should be mega carnage and, well, you know, good shots don't get rewarded. It's going to be too punishing. Like, why is par only irrelevant when the scores are good? Randy, I think that's a great point. But let's not like I, let's not conflate it with you know like don't don't I feel like you're you're arguing the opposite of what you think you're arguing on the old course here a little bit right I don't I don't know what that I, I don't know <laughs> oh it's just like all right par is irrelevant so let it be irrelevant I I don't care about par yeah I don't I, think we've talked about par I you're care the if, one that's brought up par I care if the consequences for the shots are not determining. Uh, you know, separating out like a really good shot from an average shot. And I would wholeheartedly swear by this golf course is doing the exact thing it should regarding, dude, if you miss some of the margins on some of these pins, like 12, 16 today, outrageous pin, yeah. 12 where that pin was today, 10 even where that pin was today where Rory hold it. Like the margin, you saw the margin on nine even where Hovland almost goes in that one pot bunker that was pretty much dictating all the strategy on that hole today. Even one. One was a great pin back there, right over that little knob on the back of the green. Hundred percent. So there's just a lot of holes, and we said this in the preview pile. There's a lot of par three point seven fives out there, and that is going to add up to low scores in reference to par, no matter what. I think you could change a couple of the pars of a couple of the holes, and it would not. Uh, it would change the way that how deep the red numbers are on the leaderboard, but it would not change the championship in any way. Kind of a tough, like tough opening stretch as far as the setup today. Like one through four, not a whole lot of birdies on one through four. This those like, pins today. were, yeah. In the, I mean, three was like, oh, that one looks accessible. Why is that accessible? And then Cam goes like five feet long of it, and it runs thirty-five feet away. It's like, oh shit, yeah, that's what they were after there. That's fantastic. So, so f- philosophical discussion on on the old course because I, I saw some quotes from Fitzpatrick after the round, who's playing well, T eight, and he basically had said. You know, I don't think he was looking for looking for the fight, but was kind of like, no, like if we're being honest, like it doesn't hold up to the modern game. And the only reason it looks like this is because the pins are in like joke spots. And I'm curious what you guys think about that, because a I appreciate him saying that because I know it's it's kind of blasphemy to say anything bad about the old course. And I kind of maybe agree with him, but also B because the pins are in such good spots is what has made me appreciate Rory and Hovland 
round today so freaking much is is where that's what i keep trying to say is like it, it looks so boring and it looks like there's not that much going on but like rory i it's so stupid but i keep going back to neil's stupid ass labyrinth analogy <laughs> like rory is literally just guiding it along in the perfect spots for 54 holes it's unbelievable that he keeps like hanging on that knife's edge it's awesome dj i would so, argue that curious what you guys think about the pins i would argue that this is how i want every major to be set up like i like outrageous pins this is it's a good thing like there is a point that i just think they're so helped with the firmness right where they can get away with putting pins in pretty ridiculous spots because then it becomes a really big chess match right and if it's not firm then it becomes like all right well there's not really consequence to where my tee shot hits i can't get at this pen either way so i might as well play the safest possible spot and and not be encouraged to play aggressively and I just think that there's like, you know, several holes and they end up being like 15 and 16. I feel like for all of the days have just been like, dude, we're not going to let you get at this pin, figure out a way to get four. And if you get out of position, like Roy in 17, obviously as well, Roy got out of position on 17. It becomes, dude, you might have wedge in your hand, like good luck making a four, like try, figure it out. That's the test. That's the question we're asking. And I think that is, I think that's the only way to really set up the old course for an open championship. If we still want to play it here, which I very, very, very much do. I think it's so fun to watch these dudes. You know, the test really being like, dude, you are really, really far away from the hole and the ground's going to help you a lot. But like, how are you going to get this close here on this drivable par four ninth? Like, figure it out. Like, all the good guys are going to make birdies here. And if you don't make a three, like, you're going to lose ground here. That, I think that sets up for about as exciting of a championship as you can ask they for. They better set it up to chase tomorrow, too. Like, they better not, you know, not, like, amp it back up or whatever. No, set it up to chase. Put some, I like, I'd love to see some birdies on 15, some more birdies on 15 and 16. Especially, I think I would by my uh, uh, watching. It looks like they've earmarked those holes as like we're putting the brakes on these. Like this is the gut check time. We'd let you have it for you know through these holes, and and we'll let, we'll give you one on eighteen. But this is this one's going to be tough. So I thought the pin on eleven was sick today. Right, yes. pin on eleven all week has been awesome. God, cam shot on eleven might have been the best shot I saw all day. Randy, that any reaction to any of that? Does that help? Does that help at least describe where we're standing? You may disagree with it, but do you understand it? I understand it. Yeah, I, I, I just think at, you know, with uh, end of the day, I, I just don't. You can get bad breaks, right? We saw Cam get a bad one uh, on what was it, fifteen? Um, you can make mental mistakes. DJ and Cam Young awful putts that led to uh, bogey and and double bogey. Uh, but I, I, I watch the golf at the old course and I just don't see the unrelenting pressure on every shot. And I, I guess I would agree with Matt Fitzpatrick. I, I think it's fun to kind of see a, a different test, but like, I wouldn't want the open, as I've said, I wouldn't want the open played here every year. Uh, I'm fine if they don't come back till 2030. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'll be I'll be the blasphemous one. It, no, it's, I, if that's how you whatever. feel, if that's how you feel, that's definitely how you feel. I would just say like there's such a difference between what you know if, if it's like hey hit a wedge and then stop it immediately and if that's like what the test is and, and it becomes that that becomes like not a good test of golf. I think this test is like hey dude can you hit this shot the right number at the right trajectory with the right spin so that it holds and goes up a slope and doesn't end up totally boned behind this hill where you're chipping it from the green. 
that I find super, super interesting. And the guys that we're watching are hitting this hit. And that that's what I'm excited about is Rory is hitting it all the spots that make it look really boring. Like hitting yeah. the middle of 15 and 16 greens today and having easy two putts was not as easy as he made it look. And if we watched all the guys like go through bef- prior, you, you may have more appreciation for like how hard and how good of a shot, the good of shots those are. Or I, leaving it, sh- like leaving it short of that bunker on 12 today. Like, that's a good spot to be. He might have mishit that one. That might be lucky. But, but even that, it's like you know, he's he's yeah. he's not in that bunker. Yep. He's so that's. I think what I think what tells the whole story of this place is how quickly off the club face guys know that they're fucked. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as soon as they make, if they don't catch it with the right spin, if it jumps when they're not expecting it to jump. I mean, you saw that with Rory on seventeen, like before, almost before that ball left the club face. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, sit, 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 sit. sit, sit. <laughs> and like that, that down, to me is, is just the absolute best stuff. It goes, but I've been saying it all week. But that Tiger quote about controlling your flight in order to control your run out is like the coolest way to think about the golf. You have to have integrity on your golf shots, especially your irons. Yeah. Hmm. So I I love 17. I love the pin on 16. Like to me, 16, 17 were like the two best holes and they were like really difficult and they demanded much more than I think. I I just, I just feel like there's a lot of places guys. It's just, it it can be very comfortable at times. And, And Solly, I hear you that you still have to execute a good shot and find a good place on the, on the huge greens and, and you have to have good lag putting. Uh, but end of the day, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's not, I'll, I'll quit be beating the dead horse, but it, it, I, I just don't like one through 18. I don't find it all that compelling and start to finish. Solly mentioned this, I think either yesterday or whenever, but take solace in the fact that also they might be rolling the golf ball back. Right. Which would which, be awesome. Yeah. Which would be amazing. And I think would make this week like it's already the best golf tournament that I can remember watching for quite a freaking while. I mentioned on Twitter, at least since since Spieth won his third Masters. But uh, rolling back the ball, I think it just would make it even all the better. I think it the old course would be even more entertaining if the wind was strong enough that like you're hitting six irons in a number 10, like Kat said he was during a practice round. Like I do think. Like even spicier conditions would give us a better championship, but like for what they've got, man, is it played unbelievable? And, and this, I just think this is so different than 2015 too, where the balls were backspinning and things yeah, like yeah. that. It's, it's just it's and that's luck, right? That's mother nature. You can't well, do. That's anything why about we that. need to we need to wait till conditions are right. Yeah, to play it. Uh, another pin I thought was great today was 14. Like at one point, I thought Hovland was going to put it into the bunker. <laughs> DJ <laughs> did put into yeah, a bunker, and it was like you know you got the bunker short left, you got the bunker long uh long over that green gets kind of weird like it's that's a cool cool little spot so um can we talk about cam it's just we got we got to get over my head we got to mention hofflin probably 30 minutes into this who also shot 66 uh i think we did mention him on the podcast uh prior to where we said hey he would make a lot of sense at this golf course considering you don't have to chip and none of us picked him of course but even his chips were good like the chips that he had to hit today i don't feel bad because he is he's played like ass coming into this but um, he, I mean, he went on a huge run birdies, three, four, five, and six, uh, and then only had two more birdies in the remainder of the day. But again, hit all the right shots and never really put himself in danger. Birdied 10 and birdied 18. Uh, the, he made a huge, huge birdie save really on 10 after Rory hold out for Eagle. 
And uh, gosh, I just, I, I don't think I've ever rooted against Victor Hovland in my life. I don't think I have a reason to root against Victor Hovland. And uh, he's going to go up. He's in our, he's in the way for like one of the top three storybook fairy tales you we could have had for this week at the old course. Pretty damn well, good. Not to mention, I mean, un- unbelievable round, of course, but also didn't birdie one or two, didn't birdie seven, didn't birdie nine, didn't birdie 12, didn't birdie 14. Like, I know he didn't make any bogeys also, but like, man, he, he also, that could have been his chance to be, you know, three, four ahead too, which is kind of interesting. 12 was an interesting little pin today. That was sneaky, difficult one because you couldn't bomb it past that pin and putt back to it. And it was extremely, extremely fast from uh, the ridge right in front of it getting past it. That's probably one that Fitzpatrick was probably like, this one's a little, I mean, it was like, yeah. you can make bogey. Like Shane Lowry three putted from a very reasonable spot and made bogey after coming off Eagles on nine and 10. Uh, which was fantastic, but it yeah, gosh, Hovland. I thought Hovland's par on on seventeen. That was, was outrageous, like, that was unbelievable. Yeah. From the walking, he's, uh, he's so cheeky. <laughs> he he might hit the cheekiest shots of anybody anybody out there right now. He's not quite greasy the way Cam is greasy, but he's very very cheeky. And then he just pulls his dick out and like <laughs> you know drives the green on eighteen. <laughs> We yeah, got an unbelievable bounce. Yeah, that was a nice bounce. We watched uh, Neil and I watched it with our with the wives downstairs uh, earlier. Their comments on Hovland were just hilarious. It's like he just looks so happy to be here. He's such a cutie pie. <laughs> we He's had, the best. We had we might need to do a a, a wags uh, a wags come on the uh, live show at some point. But um, it is probably time we address Cam Smith. And I just uh, I have one question. Yeah. Will you apologize? No, fuck no. I'm not apologizing. I got people coming at me left and right on Twitter. I got my Instagram DMs are a cesspool right now. I had to block a couple people. All sorts of shit. So just, you know, I'm chippy about it. Uh, listen, I'm not happy. I'm going to get with the team and figure out what the hell happened on on 13 there. That was, uh, you know, among the most unacceptable things. I was kind of amped up after he three-putted one. I thought, all right, you know what? Got some of the jitters out, all that, and then like just couldn't make any. Literally, couldn't make any putts. Uh, I didn't think he played poorly on the front nine. Uh, I thought you know birdies nine. I'm like, all right, we're back, baby, we're back. And then there's just a fucking lid on the hole all day. And then 13, it was a it was a weird decision. It was a weird swing. When Zinger was calling your decision making the question before you hit it, that should be. He's like, you're gonna risk your whole tournament. On a shot you don't practice. Yeah. And I was like, that is maybe one of the best calls you've ever had. But this was not hindsight. He said this before he went and hit this <laughs> shot. And just, I mean, it was always going in the gorse. I've just never seen a player play so horrifically recklessly in, in, in at this level. He's an incredible player. Well, like, how yeah. is he not getting talked off this? Like, before we get there even, he, he's hitting good shots into, like, seven, eight. Like, he's, he, he, he's in a good place. Uh, 10, like I thought that putt was going to drop 11. He hits like probably one of the best shots all day from anybody into 11. And I'm like, dude, like it's going to start happening. He's playing good golf. And then, you know, and then same thing, 12, he hit a good shot into 12, uh, good drive. And just like, it's just, the chipping was a little bit off. And then 13 happens and it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like that was, I don't think I've, I don't think I've been that angry in six months. Like I'm, I'm sitting there just yelling. I woke, like, Gustav was <laughs> taking a nap. I woke him up. Like, you know, Freddie's like, Dada, what's wrong? I'm like, because Cam and Sam are doing some of the stupidest shit I've ever seen before. <laughs> Freddie, so do you dumb. believe this? And, was- and there, was, there was no upside. Like, there was, there was, 
like I I don't know what they're going to gain out of it if they're getting it up there close to the green, but they're they're risking everything. And you know, I texted Maddie about it, and he's like, "All right, we well, got to understand like Rory's making you know doing big shit there, and and you know they're they're feeling like they're four or five back regardless of whether they get it out or not. So they may as well push their chips. And I'm like, dude, like that's, that's not, not the it. right mentality and then you know and then he comes back and hits a great shot on 14 wait we're not moving on from 13 just yet let's let's just let's back up we're we're, we're not gonna slide past this one because on the show last night i was pretty adamant in saying like cam smith has thrown up some stinkers in major championships in this exact scenario this year this is not we're not very far removed from that that's one and i also said like old course is probably going to dictate to him when to not be aggressive and he may benefit greatly from the fact that like Hey, when it when you shouldn't go after a pin, it's obvious. When you should take your medicine and just punch your ball back into place somewhere at the old course, it's incredibly obvious. And I underestimated his refusal to acknowledge how obvious it was that he should just hit that ball directly out into the fairway or punch it up to the front of the gorse if you want to keep that angle, if that's what you're going for over there. I just could not believe that he didn't see it directly in front of his face that he should not do this when everyone like literally everyone like neil was even sitting there like what is he doing why would you do this it's like when neil is questioning your aggression uh, and uh, that's might be a bad sign of your decision making i'm just I, yeah it was such a bummer I, man i feel yeah uh, not to dance on the grave uh, i'm a massive cam fan love when he's running downhill it's it's the first two days were very fun but even on thursday i think we were like yo just flagging this flagging this for the people this guy makes really fucking stupid decisions and we've seen that over and over. And this is, we've seen it enough now to like, this is a trend and a thing much like the Zalatoris short putts at majors thing. Like put it on your bulletin board, like be aware of this. This is coming. Don't be surprised when it happens. And, uh, TC, I, I, I feel for you, man. It, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. I, I mean, it. I was standing right there on, you know, at, on 18 at Sawgrass when he did, when he we did that. We still haven't talked about that enough. <laughs> Punching into the water on 18. <laughs> that was among the dumbest things I've ever seen before. Uh, it's, it's, it's like shit that like, it's not even, there's no upside. There's right. none. <laughs> it's none. like, it, it's one thing if, no, man, like, I think I can make birdie from here. Or I think I can, <laughs> sure. I can, I, like, I think I can make par from here, but it's like, no, like you're probably gonna make bogey anyway, so just take your fucking medicine, man. The, the one I'll kind of ride for is the one at Memphis, right? Yeah. 70 second hole of the tournament. I think I need birdie. I'm I'm hitting the shot. Like that is a true like sweet. Like this guy doesn't care about money. He's just <laughs> going for it. Thirteenth hole on Saturday. Like ugh, I, I don't know if I could really get down with that one, man. There's that, some people in the comments. There's some people in the comments saying like hindsight 2020. Like no, no. this isn't hindsight. No, 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 like, no. Standing no. up this, at this the time Thursday. Like yo, <laughs> heads up, this is coming. Don't get hit by this yeah. train. It's two days. No, away. but like see, seeing when the ball didn't get all the way into the bunker when it's on the little lip. I'm like oh, fuck, man. Like this is this is not going to be good. This is this is not good. I, I, what I'm, was he going for off the tee? It was just a really bad, like, that. that's such a cool tee shot. Dudes were playing left now, so when the wind has not been howling as much as it was round one, they can stop balls on the left side of that fairway and creates a way better angle into 13 green. I asked JT about that actually on day one. I was like, why is nobody playing down there? He's like, you can't stop. The fir yeah. fairways are too firm. If you cover the coffin bunkers, and they got that tee far enough back now on the Eden course, if you cover those bunkers, like, there's no way to stop it. And so you're going to run into gorse or bunker or bush or whatever it is, but now that it's not whipping as much down, that they can hit an iron out that way and get a better angle so i don't question the play off the tee you just pulled it like you went too far left with it so also low key just so we mentioned it to be fair and balanced 
feels like Rory's tournament could have almost ended on 13 with whatever the fuck he was trying to do. <laughs> that was driving it, driving it into the five yard little little corridor was the like neck. He was trying to neck it. That was that was you know we kept comparing him to a pitcher all day. That that was a long long foul ball, long foul ball. That's that a hole I'm super curious tomorrow to see where they put the pin. They've had it kind of middle. Like that, just middle of the green. Two days they put it. It was front right, or or it was like back right or middle right on Thursday. I'd love to see the one that we had when we played it first. Oh, right I think the like first the round swale. we played it. It was like front left. Yeah, it yeah. Was freaking nasty, and you got to play up. Like it forces you to play up the right to get to that front left. I'd love to see that one tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, and then yeah, and then like Cam, like like why didn't he hit driver on eighteen? Two what, days in that's a row. the other thing. Dude, if you're gonna you're going for that shot on 13, how are you how are you not trying to make it on 18? What is going on? He and he had such a good shot into 15 today. He had a nice not only a good shot, he had the right angle. He was playing like left side of the fairway. I, I thought you you sent that thing on Slack like he might birdie the rest of the holes. I was like, honestly, he, he, he might. might. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I he never. Just, he couldn't. He couldn't make any putts. I mean, let he he was negative strokes gain striking the ball today as well. Like he had a bad day. Like shooting one. If if Rory would have shot one over today, it, it holy hell! Today. Yes, it reminded me a lot of Rory. That, Rory wouldn't I, have done the the shit on thirteen, but the rest of it was. And that's where it's like, yo, I can. I've been through a lot of the the bad putting days. I I know what the like. I'm in the lead, and I just putted bad round looks like because that has been Rory for eight years, right? <laughs> but but some of the other shit was was pretty in. You know, unforgivable. Solly, on the on the strokes gain portion here, how much does what happened on thirteen just like nuke the whole day as far as strokes gained goes? I mean, it, he lost a shot with that decision. I would say, right? I mean, it's a it it he was yeah, going to make bogey if he pitched out. He made double instead of bogey, right? So it's really it wouldn't be that. But much. he also lost the shot off the tee then too that put him in that position it would right? be more of a shot off the tee because it there's a strokes gain adjustment for like when you hit like punch out when what he should have taken was a punch out shot that would have given him more it. it would have given him more strokes gain off the tee loss okay. whatever it was but point is yeah he was bad on the greens but also like didn't hit the ball he was the it only wasn't one his day like i don't yeah. I, you know it just like shit wasn't flowing for him today i don't think he didn't necessarily played that poorly i just, just so wasn't i wasn't flowing the but second I question the i have difference. to ask is he a better golfer? Yeah, than Rory? I stand by it. I still stand by it, man. Like, what? What the fuck has Rory done the last five years? I mean, he he won. <laughs> Which I know that's hard. I'm like, back nobody, in. Nobody, Tag nobody, me back <laughs> in, TC. Nobody supported Rory more than more than Tron. I, what, I bet what, you. Guys I told have... you. I I foretold this. I told you guys this was going to happen after the 64 at the Masters, and then the, what, I just the PGA again. I want to get the stamp every space of the bingo card, and then be like, "See, I got I got all the bingos." Guys, let's not get distracted here. Let's. He 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 made a statement here. I just want to clarify. You want to put Rory's last five years. Compared to Cam's, you would how would that go? Well, I think Rory's ceiling is like so immensely high, and Rory's underachieved for the last seven, eight years. And it's like, dude, how does that make Cam a better golfer than Rory? Because I think Cam's maximizing his talent level. I think Cam's hitting. I think Cam has a wider toolbox than Rory as far as like what? being a proper golfer. Rory's just really fucking good off the tee, and he's really good with his long irons. And he, you know, he's his he's got an immense ceiling. He's like Kevin Durant, right? Whereas you know, Cam is like, is like Isaiah Thomas or, you know, um, like I'm trying to think somebody else who's, who's got kind of a lower ceiling, but he's maximizing his talent level. He's greasy. He's, I just, I want to play Chris Paul. 
He kind of looked like one of the and one mixtape guys today. I, I want to. Uh, I just want to see how how far we're going to double down here. I just want to, you asked the question: how, What has he done in the last five years? He's won the Arnold Palmer. He won the Players Championship. He won the Canadian Open. He won the Tour Championship. He won the WGC HSBC. He won the Wells Fargo. He won the CJ Cup, and he won the RBC Canadian Open again. In the last five years, yes. Okay, what's what's Cam done? Do you, do you want the answer to that? Sure. He's won the Zurich twice. He's won the Century. He's won the Sony, and he's won the Players. Those are big dick wins. <laughs> I mean, Cam's also how old? Cam is twenty-eight. Okay, he's twenty-eight, and he's really again. He's the, really again, hitting, that, I don't know how that ties to. He's a better golfer. He I just, started hitting his stride like you know two or three years ago, man. So he's he maybe can be a better golfer than him, but is he a better golfer? I think he is. I think he's a more proper golfer. I think he's got a more complete toolbox, except for except for the the game off the tee. He, you say, just don't like him because he doesn't pass the eye test. He doesn't pass. He, he he's a very very good player. I think you are underselling Rory. That's my point. Yeah, for and sure. And nobody supported Rory more than you. As <laughs> no, you said last I think night. I think Rory's one of the, like Rory's one of the greatest players of all time, right? But like Rory's talent level is also just <laughs> he's not quite as good as Cam. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not on Cam's level. Cam is truly like when Cam is on. I I would I would I want Cam on my squad. When he's on, when he's firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the whole point. Is like it's it's kind of hard, and that's Cam might be Steph of, Curry. Of what you were saying, Randy is like it, it depends what your expectations are for Rory. Because I I agree, he has not been the guy that he was when he was twenty seven years old, twenty six years old for the last eight years. But I also think that's fucking impossible. <laughs> like, and it's gonna ebb and flow, and you know he's gonna just. He's going to not be that guy for a while. I think he's literally trying to figure it all out. And now he looks more like that guy than he has in a decade. DJ, I've been going back through some of your old Slack messages. I I'm, really I'm don't all over the servers, it. all Get over him. the Slack. Get him. You, I just really been... don't think you want to play this game, TC. <laughs> you and Solly especially. I just Solly, really like, don't think you want to play. If you type into our Slack thread, like Rory stinks or rib or anything like that, I can find... Dozens, dozens. Which Tron only did after I did this and showed him dozens of messages from himself. <laughs> I, 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 I hold Rory to a higher standard. Okay, I have Rory, I hold Rory to a high standard, and it's tough love, man. Like I, I think know. once once we see Rory and Cam on a very proper firm golf course, we're gonna see which ones which ones. Better. <laughs> That's what I, think. I think they should do a, a shell wonderful world of golf. That'll settle it. The two of them versus one another, mano and mano, at Pine Valley. I'm calling. I'm calling for it right now. Let's set that up. Not the oldest championship in the world. No, that not that one. That one, this is this is an asterisk. Whoever wins this one has an asterisk. Because I, Rory I can't hit fucking drivers that. everywhere at Pine Valley. He's gonna, you know, it's gonna, he's got, it's gonna be an iron play extravaganza. We're doing it. I'm putting it together. I. I I don't even want you to like talk yourself out of this. Rory's such a better iron player than Cam. <laughs> like it's not even fucking close. Cam is such a better putter. He's such a better chipper. Rory's such a better iron player than him and a better driver of the golf ball. I, I just, it's that's a, this is a tough look, guys. This I is mean, what I was saying. nine irons this, and pitching wedges count as irons too. Willie Mays, Michael Jordan on the Wizards, shit. You guys trying to come at Rory today? Don't this Jordan is, put up twenty a game on the Wizards? <laughs> don't do not. Let, let me be very clear. I am not supporting the Cam as okay, better than gosh. Rory take. And, and my and only, now you guys are fracturing. Well, stick together. And my only coming at Rory was just it was simply pointing out, hey, he's really good when when you're not like 
uncomfortable over every shot. And that's true. Rory's not a grinder. His, dad, his dad's the first one to say that. Rory's Randy, like, I totally he's agree. He's not a mutter. That. And that's yeah. why I like this, this, how this tournament well, is setting up for him. I got fired up for DJ taking my Slack message to Twitter saying I was talking shit about Rory when I was just pointing out something that I thought was true. I was leaking it to the press. I didn't say what you said specifically. I had too much respect for you to do that. I think where we differ, Randy, is I think this is a demanding test. It's just a different demanding test than the one that exposes Rory. Right, it can cover up like him not being great from like that one forty to one sixty range because you just don't have to hit that shot very much at the old course. But like DJ's trying to argue how good of an iron player is, but Rory can't hit fucking shots from one one twenty to one sixty. Like how good of an iron player is he then? I'm gonna let you take that one because I'm not gonna defend Rory from one twenty to one sixty. No, it's been really bad. It's been really really bad. But I, I think on the whole, again, I. Set up the Pine Valley match, TC. I would love to see how it goes. I am. I'm, I'm going to do it. I appreciate you calling for that because I would watch. Would watch. Would would pay per view. Cameron Young. Um, I can't. It doesn't even look like he's playing good golf, and he's in. He's T three going into the final round here. Uh, a, what a weird round of golf. Very weird sure. round of golf. No mojo in that last group. Um, he made a bunch of birdies, but he gave a bunch of shots back. He shot one under. Um, and he ended up not birdieing 17, but there's just like very, it was very wild to watch the entire field come through 17 and only one dude pound driver down there and flip a wedge over the road hole bunker and stop it on the back of that green. Like one dude did it today. JT got there by like whipping something, a huge draw around the bunker. And that shot was grotesque. And when you're in 80th place or whatever, it's a lot easier to pull that shot off. But in the final group, that was J sweet. J JT's doing like finger paints over on the side <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Cameron Young is, I would not, he's not out of this championship. I do not, how far back is too far back Four and four back is not too far back. Oh, I think it is. I, I, his, his championship exploded on 16. What, what all, a dumb mental mistake there. It all comes and back then, to the, it all comes back to the setup tomorrow. And then not birdie, not cashing 17 and then not birdieing 18. Very, very bad. I cams. I I'm, I'm willing to cross off Cam Young. So brave. You you cross off the guys that have ninety percent chance of winning. So you cross off the guy. That's brave. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Continue. Well, no, wait a second. I'm You're kidding. saying you you say he's got a chance. I'm saying twelve under. No, this is a two person race tomorrow. I agree with you. I, I don't think he has a chance. I, but I am wildly wildly impressed that he continues to hang out. You know the PGA oh, as well. Yeah, he's it's unbelievable. Yeah. That that is freak stuff. Freak stuff that like young guys playing and what did we say Thursday? The second time he's made a cut. At a major, and both times he's you know sniffing around in the top five. That's that's unbelievable stuff. With a big leaderboard, like a bunch yeah. of dudes up there, and he went out and you know I guess he tied DJ today he, again. He didn't have his best. I day feel today, like but. he's like a he's like a dog in training. Like he's going to obedience classes for sure right now. You know they got the little and he, whistle. He'll fly off the handle occasionally. Exactly. <laughs> that you know, put it off the green on, yeah. on 16th. That that was not good. But but by and large, you could see. A lot of upside there. You can see he's going to be a real good dog. Speaking of setup stuff, I would love <laughs> to see huge, huge pause. <laughs> I would love to see Martin Slumbers uh, do some like one or two really, really weird things tomorrow. Like set up, set up the pin on sixteen on two green, and set up the pin on two on sixteen, and just <laughs> totally like you know, just like go just totally off the wall. Yeah. I, set up number two on Pine Valley, and then no. set up. Oh yeah! Don't don't misconstrue the take. It's the same green. You can get super weird, right? 
I would say there are issues enough they've had with pace of play that they're unlikely to cause further traffic jams. They're not. They're going to willingly cause more crossover. That would be that would be my pace estimation. of play was better today. Couple couple decent weights, but yeah, it was. It, they went way past the the window, so I don't know how they're budgeting for their TV windows, but it, they went way past that. I but. missed the whole kerfuffle. Uh, you know, I guess like waving guys up on twelve. There was a whole kerfuffle Thursday and Friday. Like Cats group didn't wave up. Spieth and the guys behind him, and it was people were hot, hot under the collar. So, uh, guys, I want to give a shout out to Siwoo Kim. He's playing really good golf. That flop from the front of seventeen green was so sick. (laughs) He quietly plays good. So he quietly plays so much good golf. It's it's unbelievable how how much he's in that like top thirty category. Just just constantly, man. He's He's always he's always around. He's also missed like. Four of his last six cuts. Yeah, say the worst guy to like try to have in your picks always because he will totally bone you the majority of the time and then come out and play some really, really freakish. He good hasn't golf. had a top 10 since the Sanderson Farms <laughs> last year. <laughs> it's not a proper test. Um, pairings for tomorrow. Rory and Hovland are out last, of course. Uh, the Camerons together again, second to last. Siwoo and Scotty are out third to last. DJ and Fleetwood. Um, then we have Adam Scott and Fitzpatrick. Bit of, a, bit of a house divided for TC there. Yeah. Cantlay Spieth, Peters Kisner, uh, Lowry Harmon, Mullinax Hatton, Bryson Molinari. I'll see if I see any interesting ones down the line. Zal Torres and Hoygaard. That'll be that'd be cool. Um, nice round from Bryson today, by the way. Got to we got to call him both ways. You know. Well, uh, six, we're not seven. we're not there yet. We we keep going down the leaderboard a little bit. It's on the agenda. To literally go down the leaderboard. Solly put it on there. So uh, I'm in support of this. I, I kind of thought that's what we were doing by listing off like 30 names right <laughs> Well, there. no, you're skipping over <laughs> you're a skipping, ton of guys. I, I, do, I wasn't. He actually said Bryson already. Oh, well, all right. Scotty. Scotty had kind of a weird round today as well. Three under, 69. Bogey, 12. Weird bogey on 12. That you know was what? out there I, today, I take back. I want to take back the cam shot on 11 as the best shot I saw. This the uh, Scotty shot on 16 was the best shot I saw. That was unbelievable. Oh, into the slope, out of the rough, yeah. and getting in there tight. I mean, I, I miss a putt. I'll say Rory's shot out of the bunker on ten was the best shot I saw all day. That's big of you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> like that was that was <laughs> grotesque. The way, like, even if it didn't go in, it was still going to be probably the best shot of the day. Very, very thumpy. Uh, I, man, DJ started coming con- coming downhill. He two, hit the gas two and three, and I'm like, oh shit! People forgot concerning. about Dre. <laughs> I just want to say twelve played over par today. 12 had 18 bogeys, two doubles, and only 14 birdies. So Really? Yeah, that was that was a bit of a surprise. Again, that pin was freaking underratedly gnarly. Um, Do you guys have an apology for, for me and Tommy? The Moyle? Was he in your picks this week? Yeah, uh, he was. What'd you pick him? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. No, but just in general. You, all, you, like, all you guys do is shit on Tommy. All, all we do. All we do is shit on Tommy. And he's, we try to rein you in. Like he's currently T8. This is such a, a, a typical Tommy week, right? He, he's going to finish in the top 10 without without really being in, in the contention for the win. Hell yeah, Randy. <laughs> it's good to be with you, brother. <laughs> I mean, I mean sure, but he's he's still like, you know, we're going to... Great round today. Great, great, great golf. Yeah. And he's great very round. good at golf, but I think that's all. Oh, all right, be, that's really big of be. you because because all you want to do is say he sucks at golf. So he can't put like he missed like so many putts today and still shot sixty six. I'm, I'm, I'm on fact check duty for for this afternoon. So let's I see. I hope he goes and makes a bunch of cash tomorrow. It would be great. Right. 
You say uh, he missed so many putts? He missed some putts today. He was plus four in strokes game putting today. Listen, he made some putts <laughs> he, too, but he, he missed some He led the putts. field in putting today. <laughs> no, well, his ball striking was outrageous. Regardless. <laughs> in ball striking today, he was... Looks like about 25th. They don't have the standings on that. He hit it 35 yards over... 17 green, too. That was an homage. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about DJ's tee shot at 18? He almost hit the bridge. God. Somebody, JT apparently almost did that the other day. Was that yesterday? JT went left Uh, of the bridge. He was, he did not go over it. He went left of the bridge on on Thursday. DJ Bird did today. Yeah. It it would, it's been an amazing week. I, I couldn't possibly ask for anything more. The only thing I, I would love if the golf gods had it up their sleeve would be somebody bagging one off the bridge out of bounds. I mean, that would be like the Zach Johnson fake practice swing uh, tee marker thing at Augusta. Like that would be that'd be up there with the all time great. Or somebody banging one off the buildings back in back bounds. inbounds would be really good. Didn't too. that guy that you the, with the Gucci sweatpants <laughs> yeah. that you play with almost they, do that? They were they were Balenciaga sweatpants. That's right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to my hitters from Mexico City. I think they may have been Grupo Salinas. <laughs> That's possible. Uh, I expected more out of Adam Scott today. Uh, who who hit it like 140 that's, yards that's, over one that's of the on you Nobody's actually hitting it 140. We're messing with you in the slack when somebody does this. I can't. I thought you were in on the joke. Oh, no, I thought you guys were serious. <laughs> the first time I thought he was serious. It's possible out there, man. Somebody went like 35 yards long, and I was like, "Dude, he went 140 long." TC's like, "I told you guys." I thought he was. I thought he was in on the bit. Uh, Adam I'm, Scott. I'm mad that no one's that Neil's not here to talk about the TIO that Bryson got off. We're gonna today. get there. Okay. We're gonna get there. Okay, Spieth teasing us a little bit. 68 today. Fine. Yeah. Spieth, I, fine. Disappointing. Spieth is is running the Rory playbook. He he came out hot. He's now in his down period where he's kind of just another guy for me. And once we when the models start you know tripping the trigger and we know he's fully back, then then we'll let the people know. But he's He's not there yet. It's like Spieth went through, like Rory went through like four different, inter- like kind of like Max has done a little bit of like 1.0, 2.0, XP, 95, all that shit. Rory's done that. It's finally out of beta testing. I feel like Spieth's kind of in that process right now. But now I feel like Rory's like, a, they had a massive breakthrough with like the type of chip that they're using, where it's like this, like never before even used. Like it's just, it's like Apple the with the new M1. Power. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think this is a, a big breakthrough. All the tech blogs are freaking out about this breakthrough. I, I am so glad Cantlay stepped aside. He accused <laughs> that was himself. His back nine thirty nine was just, it's bad. How it's I feel bad. about Cantlay must be how Randy feels about so many golfers, and it's so freeing to just watch a dude and be like, well, I'm not even, like, people were a little bit concerned tweeting, like, oh, here comes Cantlay. Like, no, no, he's not. The more, the more I watch Cantlay, the more I hate him. <laughs> Hate, hate, like truly <laughs> hate. Golfer. Yeah, I just like golf. Hate. It just it's so joyless and and just like uh, you know unemotional and and it's just not fun to watch. Can you clarify? It's golf hate though. Just so we have the ha- the guys that are truly pieces sure. of shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Whatever. We have the Scott Pierce season. We have a different yeah, kind yeah. of hate for Kitla. Uh, by the way, I heard Grayson Murray. Uh, Monday Q info saying Grayson Murray had to be removed from the Barracuda Championship yesterday by security. It's a bleak sentence, TC. <laughs> <laughs> Things That's are going bleak. well because he uh, he was. Bleak. I guess he hit into somebody. 
Amen. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> please. Allegedly. Okay. Let's go back to the leaderboard. <laughs> and then they Thank got you, into Cody. it in scoring, and, and they, you know, he refused to apologize, I guess. Uh, Kisner shot 60. <laughs> Sounds like somebody today. I know. Th- th- Thomas Peters, I, listen, I want you guys to, to dap me up a little bit here. Why? I told you Thomas Peters was going to have a really good week. Did, was he in God, your picks? You told us, man. <laughs> you, told, you told us. So we literally do You're a picks show where you get to call out who you think is going to have a good but, week. I know, but I'm, I'm really constrained. Bingo! Bingo! <laughs> I'm constrained by my picks. I'm constrained by by my my thresholds that I have to meet. You're like Floyd Mayweather with like, oh look, I hit this winner. Like ignore the eight losing tickets I've got. I'm up like <laughs> thirty five hundred nuggies. Okay? On a granular level. I have certain thresholds that like rates of return that I have to meet. I can't pick a guy like Thomas Peters to get a top twenty or a top ten. So anyway, Harmon, impressive stuff there. Shane Lowry, I expected more. Uh, Hatton kind of saw himself out. He was over par today. Molinari, 66. Uh, wow, and then now we can Trey talk about Molinax. Bryson. I was going to say, I didn't know Trey Molinax was in the field. Yeah. He wanted 66. to get in. He, he was the last guy in, I think, right? Yeah, Bryson That's blows one. won a PJ Tour event recently. So far left off 17, and it goes into two fairway, and it runs and runs and runs. It gets behind the, uh, I mean, in line. It is far away, but it, behind the bleachers on two, and he got like... It goes into the rough, and it was a not not a good spot to be. And he gets relief back into two fairway and a clear shot at seventeen. Green. It was disgusting. Hits it onto the road, gets up and down from the road, which is sweet. Putted it from the road, got it up and down. But there was a, a there was a hooting and hollering, if you will, um, about the TIO for Bryson. That was that was a tough scene. TC, will you dap me up for my Russell Henley top forty pick? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Really, really brave you. Tra- that's, that's how that's how it feels. I want to know what airline Trey Molinax flew over on. Out of J- he flew JFK to Dublin, <laughs> Dublin to Edinburgh. They bent his putter two mm. degrees, and he played the first two rounds with a bent putter. Mm. Which mm. really, I missed that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, mm. if, if it's if it's out of JFK, I bet it was Delta. I'll go ahead and apologize for Zaltoris. Um, he's five under t twenty four, but I I was I thought it, I was expecting more, and I will apologize formally for that. I, I held off. I as was of last expecting night. more too, Solly. Yeah. Listen, he's given us a lot in majors this year, and I thought it would continue. I kind of thought, even as I said it, I was like, this might be going back to the well one too many times. It turns out it is. Um, obviously, still a respectable performance, but I do want to apologize. So. Are there a lot odds? Of people, a lot of people are asking me this. Uh, has the buoy sunk? Mm. Mm. Many people. Mm. It's time to discuss that. Mm. It's time to discuss that. He's mm. been a pretty... He's been a non-factor since, I mean, since he won the U.S. Open, which, look, maybe... Wait, wait, can we also decide on how much runway you get after winning a major? Like, do you get two free years? Eight, eight years. That's a great question. <laughs> no, you get eight no, years. It's a, no, it's a great question, and and it, it should frame all of our discussion because it's 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 what do you expect from him? What cohort do you want to place him in? Is he just another guy? I, that's everything, I think, Solly. So I, mean, I think the hope for Rom was like he would be this generation's best player, and by those metrics, hugely disappointing and. I, we can't overlook it. He, I, I do think there should be a two-year grace period after you win a major. Especially when like you have Is a young fair? kid and your wife's pregnant yeah. again yeah. and probably hormonal. It's the like, same reason. Like Morikawa, he gets one extended because he's won two majors. Like I think he's got... He's we'll, won like we'll, one and a half. We'll it's evaluate like, it's after... like the way your PJ Tour status works. Yes. No, why Why has he won year. one and a half? Hold on. Why has he won one and a half? I don't because St. George's was a fucking disgrace. Oh, and Harding Park was in front of no fans. Hmm. 
I also want to throw this you out. Talked me into it. he only has one, but uh, Randy, I, I think one and a half is conservative. I want to throw this out as another thing to look out for tomorrow. If Rory wins tomorrow, I think you guys will all agree with me. We have to go back and award him the 2015 Open that he was injured for, right? Yeah, CJ totally. goes away yeah, oh, and Rory gets it. Full cosign. Soft, soft St. Andrews. Yeah. Oh my God. He, he would have feasted. Yeah. And then it probably would have changed oh. the course of history. <laughs> exactly. God, I hope those soccer players really, really take a look at the mirror tonight. It's like part health, of it health, is health is the most important skill, though. So I'm not willing to do that. We would okay. probably be looking though at like you know he would we wouldn't be looking at like Rory XP 6.0 though like the evolution That's wouldn't true. have happened right. No, they so, would have just got massive market share. They wouldn't have innovated. Exactly. He we got had a monopoly. We got to get to this as well. It's time for uh, our favorite time of the live shows, of course, the Cash App game. Cash App is the easiest way to send, spend, and save your money. You can send or request money from friends and family when they owe you money for dinner, other things like that. You can invest in stocks. You can buy Bitcoin with it. Uh, it comes with a debit card. It comes with free discounts on places you love called Boost. And if you use code NOLANGUP when you sign up, you get free $15 and you get $10 set aside for youth on course. So use code NOLANGUP to sign up if you're not already. The comments have been rolling in on the live show as we do this. Sum up today in three words, uh, and you got to include your cash tag. Cody's going to pick out the winners, and we'll be sending you cash. The cash comes probably on Mondays usually, so just a warning. If, you, if you've if you won in previous nights, uh, then it's probably coming on Monday. But uh, the first one up, LB Bailey, 425 match play situation, ruling over the broadcast, hated seeing Victor Hovland hand it to Zinger and also say he was thinking like it was match play out there because – uh, I I do I need Hovland to understand the difference between stroke play and match play, which I think he does. But I hated seeing him throw the announcers a bone there. Cam Cam kind of played like it was a match play situation out there. Cam played like he wanted a bunker named after him, and we may have to go back <laughs> to that one on thirteen and name it after him. That I don't know if it has a name, but it might need to be. It's not even on thirteen; it's on six. But he that might be the the Cam bunker now. Uh, I think who's, my who's going first? I think mine would be. Uh, GMAC, shut up. <laughs> Did you see his tweet? Yes. What a dipshit. Oh, I'm loving watching the Open, but man, I think they could really, uh, shotgun start would be great for pace of play. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, now you're just trolling. Like, now you're not, you're not, like, actively. He was, he was crying about people being mean to him online two days ago, and now he's he's leaning into it. You want it. a shotgun start at the fucking old course in the Open? Get out of here, uh, dude. I didn't even yeah. want to engage it. It's like, come on, Yeah, I don't man. think he actually wanted it. I think he was... And then, of was course... Was it supposed to be funny? Uh, yeah, yeah, some people really took this the wrong way. It's like, yeah, just just shut up and, like, count the money, man. That's that's the trade-off. It's like, nobody's going to like you anymore, but you're going to have a bunch of money. Yeah. And so you you made that choice, and just just shut the fuck up and enjoy the money. That's <laughs> that's where you're at in your life now. You, you don't get yeah. to have it both ways. Yeah. It's, and honestly, Graham, you don't even unless, get to, you don't even get to comment on the Open, because you're never going to play in the Open again. <laughs> Unless you're Dustin Johnson, in which case everybody kind of forgot that you basically enabled Thank enabled the dissolution of the PJ Tour. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my three words would be night before Christmas. It just, you know, when little kids get all sugar high and they start <laughs> acting out of their minds and just don't know what to do with all their energy. That's what today reminded me of. A true night before Christmas situation. <laughs> and, and, really and, good. and all through the house. The little <laughs> yeah. boys are... <laughs> little birds, little boys are jumping off the furniture. And the chaotic part of me fucking wants some coal tomorrow. God, I want some coal tomorrow. 
Uh, I, I'm going to say, Randy, you take this however you want. Uh, my three words are going to be crown the king. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going with. We need to Christ the king. We need to put Christ back in Christmas is what we need to do. I'm going to go with uh, sitting on pole. Uh, and that I'm referring. <laughs> I am, of course, referring to Rory being on pole position. I know he's tied with, with Victor, but listen, he's done all he can through three rounds. He's given himself an incredible opportunity. It doesn't mean the engine's not going to drop out of the vehicle tomorrow. It doesn't mean he's not going to get a, fr- a puncture in the tires. It does not mean any of that, but he's done what he's the best possible shape he could be in pretty much through thir- for, through 54 holes. He's answered the bell every day. And uh, I, I'm, I cannot wait to see what happens. I really can't. But he's he has done, like, dude, this is, he's done what a lot of other, the big boys have not been able to do, get to freaking 16 under. So I, I. Question for you. Like, how do you, how do we assess it? Let's say Victor goes out and shoots 60, 64 tomorrow, clips Rory, Rory shoots 65 and he clips Rory by one shot. How do you. I, I stand by, I, I, I mean this, you can believe me or not believe me. I'm so freaking impressed with him getting to this point. This is the point that we haven't gotten to. Correct. This right? is not where his major ch- chokes have happened. Yes. And it is truly come what may, unless he goes out and shoots 76 tomorrow, which he might. He might. And we can talk about that, and that would be an epic, epic, epic choke, uh, possibly from which there is no return. But I do not think that's going to happen. He looks so comfortable. And like this is – we've avoided the f- first 54 holes – meltdown that takes him out of contention and we've avoided that you know oh if he shoots 29 on the back he could be right there it's it's a true come what may situation if if hovland goes out and beats him then tip you know as he's walking down 18 randy tip your cap to victor hovland that would be imagine the tweets well i so i think this is on rory tomorrow i i i don't foresee victor just flat going out and and winning it i i think you know he might shoot 69, something like that. And then it's just up to Rory what kind of day he has. I gun to my head, I think Rory wins it tomorrow. Hell wow. yeah. Are you gonna get emotionally God, invested? Cool I need I I don't need a gun to your head. I need I need you, do I have an emotional investment in this? Well, no, I just don't feel those like I, I like Rory, but he's never been like my favorite golfer. So I, I just, you know, I can't fake it. I, I think Rory is gonna be the invested. Randy's gonna be the, the guy from Rudy tomorrow in the up in the grandstands just all the tough love <laughs> I, I know it i know randy you're gonna be in denver by yourself nobody's gonna see you you might get a little wistful i i think i think randy's gonna let him feel let himself feel some stuff tomorrow can anyone tell me how many uh living five-time major champions there are exactly five times Ex- oh exactly who, i don't who? know who does who do, of the living major champions? Who does Rory join if he wins a fifth? Zero. The answer to that is zero. There are James Braid, John Henry Taylor, Byron Nelson, Peter Thompson, Seve Ballesteros. Wow. And then he'd be one one behind Faldo and Mickelson. I, to answer your question, if Hovland just goes out and smokes him, it kind of it, it looks like Phil at Troon in in twenty sixteen. It's like, dude, that's like some of the shittiest luck you can have in a major is like truly putting to putting forth one of the best major performances we've seen which referring to phil and not getting a major out of it like sometimes that happens and and the people that win are the fans right like yeah. we, like we were the winners today this is just great golf right and it's fun to watch and uh i'm looking through odds for the masters zalatoris 25 to 1 behind why would that be why yeah. would they do that <laughs> no, behind Xander, K 
Cantlay, Hovland, <laughs> Jordan, Brooks, Morikawa, DJ, Cam, JT, Scotty, Rom, and and Rory. Hmm. That feels like that's insulting. criminally low. A lot of people in the league talking about this. Um, <laughs> I I the the one thing I, I I'm pretty much ready to wrap after this, but I, I will say like. I think for a long time I've I've refused to believe in I I guess I've gotten beaten down enough. I think the the Danny Willett and ZJ 2015-2016 majors it did a lot of damage to me. I think in terms of like what I allow myself to reasonably expect and believe and um 2019 Masters and 2021 PGA should open my mind up a lot more than they do in terms of like miracles or fairy tale stories like the like here it is on a platter for you the golf story. And so I kind of have refused to believe, like, like we're at St. Andrews. That won't happen. Like, there's no freaking way. And, like, it, it very well might happen tomorrow. And I'm awesome. starting to believe. I'm starting to believe. Is it staged? Listen, man, Neil, Neil kind of knocked on the door of this yesterday. But th- there's, uh, there's a reason all those dudes are in the montage, right? There's a reason 30 years later you look at certain people as iconic. And it's because they step up on the biggest stages. And so I'm I'm... With you, Randy, enthusiastically picking Rory tomorrow. Uh, I just, I can't wait. It is, it is, uh, it's time. It's, it's destiny, as my associate Jamie Weir said. What are the current odds? Is he, is he the odds-on favorite? I believe he is odds-on. Oof. I will, I will get that. Minus one twenty-five. He is. Yep. And then Victor is plus one sixty-five. Cam's the next closest at plus eleven hundred. Hmm. So. Uh, guys, big news. Ches, Ches part his first hole. He's Huge. off and running. Sally, Alex Noren. You pointed this out last night. <laughs> Alex Noren was the first alternate at the, uh, at the Open Championship, was in St. Andrews, left, flew on Tuesday to Barracuda, would have gotten in the Open. Already well, has his tour card locked, locked up for next year. Sally, I will say, Noren is absolutely charging out of Tahoe. He is... Birdied three of his first six holes. Uh, he's T5 right now. Thank you. Um, what is the, uh, Deej, what is the best thing you saw today? Uh, I saw a great tweet. I, I, I'm sure Cody will put it up. I forgot uh, who actually sent it, but it kind of talking about the the cam, uh, you know, mishap on 13. It, it was basically boiling it down to, you know, the, the mangy dog doesn't know how to do anything but chase cars, man. That's, that's, <laughs> That's what it was. Conglomerate 131. <laughs> Mangy dog can't help but chase cars. I thought that was, I thought that really summed up the situation. Maybe, you know, he can't, uh, he doesn't know how to do anything other than just hit the gas. Hmm. Wants to go fast. Randy, what was the best thing you saw today? Oh, uh, DJ putting it into the bunker <laughs> uh, was God, easily was... the best thing I saw today. So sick. He got bailed out a little bit because that the cam stuff was going on as that happened. It, Everyone yes. was freaking out about that. No one really took full notice of him putting into the bunker. TC, best thing you saw today? Rib going long on 17. I was I was hoping it was going to nestle up against the wall, so he had to bang one off the wall back up onto the green. Uh, but no, it's just it's so fun when somebody goes on the road or across the road. It's like my favorite spot in all of golf. The hose just which I, I think you know Rory big winner today. Victor, big winner today. If there was a big loser, I think it's Bamba Bearcat. 
on uh, his his takes on on number seventeen. I, I was to be fair know, to him, really enjoying you guys pushing back on the show yesterday. To be fair to him, he was saying it's it's great for the tournament. No, of course, it was well thought out. I just it was fun to see him get eviscerated. He was like, "It's dangerous." I'm like, "The whole fucking course is dangerous." Yeah. For... <laughs> he was like, "You know where else is dangerous? Crail." I'm like, "Yeah, Crail should be like Crail rules, but it's also like should be outlawed." Yeah. <laughs> balls just flying everywhere. Four calls. Uh, Cody, the best thing I saw today was, uh, it was late in the day. It was, uh, a couple of tweets from Tomas Bjorn, um, talking about his, um, I think we'll get it here shortly here, but he said, uh, people often ask me if I think about the 2003 open, the honest answer that after 19 years, I really don't. However, this week it has hit home, especially on Monday with the celebration of golf and on Tuesday with the champions dinner. You suddenly take a moment and realize it could have all been so different. You could have been a part of such a special club if things had taken another turn. You also realize that no money in the world can buy you a seat at that table. It's all about achievement. St. Andrews has been amazing this week. And then I believe his next tweet said, uh, we could be in for one of the great days in, in golf history tomorrow. And that, that was, I'm super sappy if it has not been very clear about this whole week. And that like summed up the sap of like, dude, it is it is written in the annals of history. If you win some of these things, win one of these things, and get to be among the celebration of champions for the oldest championship in golf, and to do it at the home of golf, and it's hitting him twenty years later that he doesn't get to go be a part of those celebrations, and uh, and that was just that was really cool of him to share that as well as uh, just add that extra layer of like realizing what's on the line and feeling feeling lucky that we get to do this and cover these uh, these sporting events as they happen. So that's that's yeah. it for my staff. I think on that note, I know this is mostly a, a no live zone, but going back to some of the GMAC comments uh, and what Bjorn just, you know, we just had up on the screen there from him. Imagine being Phil Mickelson or Greg Norman and literally being asked not to come because you're going to be a distraction to the greatest thing that's that's going on in the game. Like that is that kind of puts a lot of the uh, live stuff in perspective for me. Yeah. And then we're probably going to get, you know, 12 more guys that go this Tuesday and then a bunch more guys that go after the tour championship. It's like this whole thing feels so much more inevitable and I'm just almost resigned to it. And, you know, we're going to have to adjust and figure out how to cover it. But like the slow drip of all that shit just feels so much more painful than like if it all happened at once. Yeah. They've done that well strategy wise uh, and, and momentum wise. I will say also, and I don't believe there was anyone that finished live players that finished in the top 10 at the U S open. Um, there weren't any, maybe there's, there's one that might be jumping allegedly is jumping as soon as this open is over. There's only one in the top 10 of this major championship as of now. And that's DJ. So it's also just worth keeping an eye on like, Hey, the dudes that are still the most competitive are still the most competitive at this point. So it and, is. And props, props to Gooch for seeing himself out. Yes, that was kind of him. Apparently, well. he and Hatton had a little dust up today. Oh, yeah? That's what uh, Zach Oxman tweeted at us that said that there was, they were talking on the radio about how uh, Hatton was like way ahead of him because he was taking so long to, to play at, at different points. And I don't, it's all legend, of course, but that's what they were saying. Open radio. radio. Shout out to them. Yeah. I've fired that up a few times. I've been a big proponent of that in the last couple of years. Open radio is fantastic. Uh, big Bob McIntyre playing with uh, Gooch tomorrow. Uh, Bob's been very vociferous anti-live guy as well. So, Solly or or anyone know uh, what gets any what gets you into next year? What what finish? Top ten, I believe. Okay, so that's as always a, a fun fun one to flag on Saturday night as uh, as guys have good rounds on Sunday. But I guess I mostly bring that up because you know, kind of flagging this from the 
the OWGR perspective, but like Westwood and Sergio, well, well, well outside the top 10, I think like 38th and 45th or something like that. Very, very real scenario that unless they want to go to qualifying, this could be the last time they play the Open as well. Yes. Does Does Sergio give us the crotch chop when he crosses the Swilkin Bridge <laughs> tomorrow? I think that I, I think everything in his whole career has led to the moment where he walks across that bridge and asks everyone to suck it. It's yeah, like top ten in ties. Someone top, should throw a beer at him when he crosses the Swilkin Bridge. Top ten in ties as of now. I, I think the RNA is hinted, and the USGA uh, is hinted as well that they. Are the criteria for qualifying for their cha- their biggest championships may come under review this this in this winter or whatever. So, anything else before we wrap and uh, try to get a little rest before tomorrow's final no, we final? Got, we got che- we got Chesapalooza tonight. Chesapalooza tonight. Chesella. I'll, I'll definitely be uh, following that very closely and not not just yeah. I think just another you know Neil passed his regrets along again for not being able to be here tonight. I think he's trying to do Tron. Wasn't he saying he's trying to do like a twenty four hour smoke? He had to get <laughs> he, is, yeah. he had to get going for the block party, smoking <laughs> the meats with uh, some of the, our our favorite luminaries. I think just a big day, big day for Neil. I know. These these weeks take a lot out of him, so appreciate him hosting and uh, you know hope, hoping for another big day for him tomorrow. By the way, Corn Ferry Tour. Just looking at the leaderboard here, Cody Gribble sixty two today. Haven't I thought he retired? And then Michael know. Kim shot sixty one on Thursday. He's he's T one right now. How about that, Cody? Anything we missed? Anything uh, that we're leaving on the cutting room floor here? Nope, got it all. We got it. <laughs> Please, please stop talking, guys. It's time. It's time to get some dinner. So, no, it was an awesome Saturday. I'm pumped to watch tomorrow. Uh, excited to see the rib pull it off and, and take a seat back on top of the throne. Uh, suck to see Cam go down like that, but a deserving champion will be crowned. Love it. Here, here. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you all for being here. Um, I yeah, I, I'm I'm a little giddy. I'm gonna have a little trouble sleeping tonight, I think, and uh, cannot wait to see what happens tomorrow, guys. Don't count Cam out quite yet. I got a feeling. I'm, I'm counting him out. <laughs> I got a feeling. If he doesn't win, will you apologize? We know the answer no, to that. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. If he doesn't shoot 66 or better, I'll apologize. Okay. Know. Okay. Good to know. 66 or better. Deal. You all heard it. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Honey, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect.